0: Success at Scale, the podcast that covers business stories from experienced entrepreneurs and founders on how to translate business ideas into business results. I'm your host, Greg Stein, and today we're super excited to talk to Rhett and Gianna, founders of MCEE, the new crowdsourcing platform that's democratizing music that happens to be created at Boston College, I think where they're calling us from today, we'll find out, Uh, run from a classroom but now it's spreading all over to college campuses. I can't wait to learn more with you today. Uh, So guys, thank you so much
1: for joining. Tell us about you. I'm Rhett Summers. I'm one of the co-founders. I'm currently a senior here at Boston College uh, studying finance and entrepreneurship. Um, I initially kind of got involved with this project because Jack and I were kicking it around in the basement one time here off campus. uh, And we realized that there's definitely a problem kind of with the music being played and kind of the way that that entire system operates. Um, So from there, we kind of found this idea and decided to run with it. Uh, I've been kind of involved with entrepreneurship my entire life. Uh, I grew up in Silicon Valley, so I definitely was surrounded by them. I started a couple of my own businesses in the past, ranging from lemonade stands to drone photography businesses. Um, But now we're building an awesome product for kind of all the people out there. So it's great to see that.
2: Yeah, so I'm Gianna Germain. I am a senior computer, uh, senior computer science major at BC. I am also um, in my dorm right now. So yes, we are. We are on BC's campus right now. Um, And I am also a co-founder, specifically CTO, taking lead on development for MC. Um, And I think my background with kind of where I am now and getting involved with not only like Um, app development and entrepreneurship in general is interesting just because of my strong familial um, background in medicine. So both my parents are in the medical field. um, And so I always had that push, especially going into college. So I actually um, started out at BC as a bio major on the pre-med track. Um, Kind of got to the depths of it with organic chemistry, kind of where if you weren't weeded out by um, by, um, the first classes, that's kind of where it took you out. And I just Knew that wasn't really my career path, was taking a computer science class for fun. Always loved math in high school and kind of was interested to see if it would translate over and kind of just fell in love with coding. My uh, teacher assistant was like, oh, you have the coding bug, Um, caught that and kind of just got into it from there and um, kind of accepted um, their offer when Brett and Jack were kind of reaching out to see if anyone in the computer science department um, was interested in a project. So. Um, funny enough, I actually didn't know what the project was at first. Was just like, yeah, I have time. I have time, why not? Um, we'll hop on that. And kind of just saw it as like a fun challenge of a project. Um, so yeah, I have loved every second of it. And that brings us up to now. So it started
0: as a project and now moved on to something so much more. You started out in the medical side and moved on to so much more. You know, you too, Rhett, same kind of thing. Let's talk about like... And you're going to tell us about the product and the platform and all that stuff in a second. But let's talk about how you uh, kind of transitioned into this whole thing and your story as it relates to what you're doing now.
1: Definitely. Yeah. So kind of my personal background with where MC kind of grew up and everything. uh, I've always been a music lover. Uh, I've definitely tried to put my friends on to new music, show my parents new music. I was always getting recommendations from them as well. Um, And I truly thought that music was one of the greatest connectors of kind of people and anyone new that you meet. Um, And whether you're out just hanging out with friends or you're meeting new new people at a bar, singing karaoke, kind of all of these experiences are really ingrained in your mind simply because of the music that's being played. Um, But one thing that we saw going forward was the music isn't always what you're looking for in that moment. Um, So we decided that We would give people the opportunity to play the songs that they want to hear in those lifelong moments that you're going to remember forever. Um, So that's kind of where we are now. uh, And we really hope that we can kind of change the way that music is listened to and enjoyed amongst friends uh, or even just by yourself. Amazing. I guess, you know, as as let's dive
0: into the product and the company story a little bit. Right. So tell us a little bit about exactly what you guys are doing i I think you kind of stated the problem there but let's get into the solution what are you guys really working on
1: of course yeah Uh, i'll kind of let gianna take one because she's definitely working on the development side here she kind of knows the ins and outs of our product very well um so i'll let her take this one away
2: yeah so at the heart of it mc is a collaborative music platform that kind of democratizes the way that music is played takes the pressure off of that one person that seems to always be on aux at a party and everyone trusts them because they have good music taste, but then it's like the pressure's on them to constantly be updating a queue. People are still berating them with requests because they still want their music played even if they're not the one on Ox. Um, So with our platform users from either Spotify and Apple Music can kind of request songs into a queue such that everyone else can vote on that, and then it just automatically determines the queue from there. So not only are we kind of letting everyone contribute to it, but we're also increasing the possibility of just sharing music, which I think is what really hits home with our idea for me. I'm always, I have like the few people that we have the same exact music taste and we're always sending music to each other, making, making playlists on our respective music platform and then adding, both adding to it. Um, so I think that's what's also special about MC is kind of you like are hearing a song at a party, you can download it into your own library, get inspiration from other people. Um, so that's what we're, that's what we're hoping to achieve with this.
0: Well, that's pretty amazing. How long you've been at this now?
2: We, so uh, yeah, go ahead. You can start so
1: We originally started this, um, this last fall. Um, so fall of 2021, um, and similar to kind of those big tech startups and everything, we started in uh not a garage but we started in a basement actually. Um so Jack and I kind of bumped into each other at an off-campus party here at BC. Um and we both kind of had the same feelings about what was going on there and what had been going on since we've been at college. Um, And we both were shooting around these ideas like, why don't we like put a song list out? That's that was like the very bare bones first product for us. We're like, let's let people contribute in the way that they want to. Um, And then from there, Uh, I started working on this in a class. um, So I was fleshing out kind of our business plan, how we would actually take it to market. Um, And at the end of that class, we kind of figured that the next logical step for us was to pursue this in an actual professional way. Um, So we applied to the on-campus accelerator here uh, through the Shea Center, continued working on it throughout all of the spring semester, uh, eventually brought on Gianna here as our CTO, um, and she started to get to work on development almost immediately, which was great for us because Jack and I are both not technical people. <laughs> um, so that was an awesome experience for us to bring Gianna on. She's been nothing but smiles and like, contributions <laughs> to the team thus far. Um, and then kind of following our junior year, uh, we decided to apply to another accelerator over the summer. Uh, this was in conjunction with a uh, BC led uh, kind of venture fund. Um, So we kind of sacrificed some of our own other opportunities to take this opportunity. Uh, We really saw this as a a once-in-a-lifetime thing for us, and what better time to start a company than kind of at our age. Um, So we decided to do that all summer. We're networking with people, meeting with mentors, uh, and truly just building out this product to the best of our ability. Um, Now that kind of brings us up to this point, and we're hoping to launch kind of on campus here within the next few weeks. And then eventually have a full-scale launch, kind of later in the fall. Here,
0: that's a big moment. Congratulations on all the <laughs> progress you've made so far. It sounds like you've assembled a, an awesome team. You've got technology. You've got all of this stuff. What would you say is like the real vision here? What? What? Where do you really want to be in you know a few years from now, for example?
2: Yeah. So I obviously, as Rhett mentioned, we want to launch on campus and kind of spread to college campuses nationwide, but we also see this translating into the, the B2B area of things. We've begun partnering or not exactly partnering, um, having conversations with local bars, um, restaurants that BC students tend to kind of go to um, on the weekend. So I guess our mindset is have those customers that bars are making money off of already on board. You go to them, you have leverage. Hey, these are the metrics we're seeing um with our platform is there any chance like you would be interested in kind of like adopting this obviously seeing how it affects your own sales so we have obviously we've seen like the um success of like qr codes since covid kind of like enhance accessibility how easy that is so just kind of putting that um easily accessible in bars such that people go to them can like obviously quickly scan into that party and so everyone there is contributing to the music being played and you have then people staying at the bars longer obviously like bars are profiting off this as well um and overall people are just having a good time when you think about it music is like a key indicator of are you having a good time or not you could leave a bar if the dj sucks if you don't like the music um so just spreading it through that way as well
0: well that sounds like an awful lot of fun in terms <laughs> of you know product testing and and beta testing and all that stuff um really really cool um Now, let me ask you, it's probably been kind of tricky, right? You guys are still in school or at school. Uh, you've got classes, you got to focus on all the kind of core stuff, like everyone else in life, right? You got a core, core business to tend to, but you're also building this business out. You, you just finished, uh, you guys were all, you know, virtual over the summer and stuff. So I'm kind of curious, you know, how do you find it working as a team? You know, what's it like, what advice do you have people listening? Uh, who are doing the same.
1: Yeah. So I think to start here, one thing that we've kept very close to us kind of throughout this entire process is we started this as friends and ultimately we're going to finish this as friends. We're not going to burn any bridges just because of a disagreement about something going on in the business. Um, And then along with that, we've also tried our best to separate kind of our business relationship from our personal relationship. Um, We still go out together pretty much every single weekend. On other weekends though, we are staying in to complete work. Um, It's definitely been a little bit weird for us considering we are seniors in college, trying to make the most of our four years here. But at the same time, we're trying to make the most of our four years here while making an impact on this business. Um, So that's definitely been a bit of a struggle for us. As you mentioned, this past summer, we're all kind of separated around the East Coast, all hopping on Zoom calls pretty consistently. Um, That was definitely a little bit harder for us I think personally, being in kind of the physical space with each other is a lot more efficient. Um, But we really just had to make sure that not only were we connecting as often as we could, but we were really making kind of meaningful contributions every time that we did meet. Um, Yeah, but I think the biggest part for us kind of going forward and everything is emphasizing how not only do we want to continue building this business with each other but we also want to start integrating other people kind of on the campuses to our team. Um, so most recently we have started kind of a MC university program. Um, so we've actually onboarded five student ambassadors here at BC, and we're hoping to expand to a lot of other college campuses across the nation. Uh, and we hope that they can kind of spread our philosophy that music is power and music brings people together, uh, and just ultimately kind of changing the way that music is played. Super exciting.
0: I guess, you know, as you look around, you know, Gianna from a, a technology perspective, right? Like, you know, how do you stay ahead from a technology perspective? What are, what are the ways that you're thinking about technology as it pertains to your future roadmap?
2: Yeah, so I think even going back to the question you asked of how are you dealing with everything, obviously being back in school and everything, I think something that a lot of people could relate to. And I guess over the summer, we heard from other founders that, dropped out of college to pursue it full time and part of me in the beginning was like i don't i I don't fully understand and now it's like you're in the space back at school when everything's picking up we're doing our like beta launch everything like that it can be super difficult to balance the company your classes mental health sleep your social life it is our senior year too and so you kind of just tell yourself everything will pay off in the end um but from a technology Standpoint that had this whole experience has been something so new and crazy for me. I have not coded an app before. This was fully like me teaching myself. Obviously, going through boot camps online, networking, getting insights, advice um, from trained developers and people that were very willing to help, whether they were themselves self CTOs of companies um, or just um, super specialized in that field. But you are constantly having to obviously when you think of like features to like what's up and coming how are you going to have to change this in the future if you code something or make something like this now how is that gonna kind of be like adapted to what's coming out in the future and obviously and everything's becoming more digital um in today's society so you're thinking okay how could another company potentially like just create this idea one that's super successful um full-blown if the kid could they just kind of make this quickly on their own would this be something they that we are so specialized in that it's kind of better that we're doing this um and we can kind of um implement with them you're constantly like looking at the space how to improve yourself that's something obviously i'm always trying to do but it's a lot I
0: I applaud you for for sticking with it and and sticking it out because, yes, that is that is the deal here. You know, if there's one thing I've learned, it's it's there's no shortcuts and it's the hard work that actually pays off. Uh, So I applaud you guys. Um, So back to the question about technology for a second. Right. Like, you know, when you're I'm really keen on this because you're you're saying, hey, look, I'm kind of self-taught in this area to a degree you know but you you are somehow still you know kind of leading the way in in terms of adopting technology and or creating your own how do you think about technology as it pertains to your business and how how your product roadmap looks ahead like do you need to think about partnerships do you, are you thinking about you know other technologies to acquire or build yourselves
2: yes yeah, so i think one of the things we struggled with over this process so far was kind of seeing what i could teach myself or figure out in a reasonable amount of time. Um, And so we did end up actually outsourcing someone for the back end. So he pretty much was responsible for creating the APIs um, so that we could kind of interact with Spotify's API, which is open source, but kind of modified that a little bit to fit our app better. So that's been a lot of collaboration with him. It is interesting working with another person in software development, application development, and obviously um, just language wise, I'm more comfortable with that. But it is um, difficult getting people that aren't as like tech savvy I am up to speed. And obviously, I try to keep Jack and Rhett in the loop as much as possible. And so it's constantly trying to kind of like not dumb things down. But like if I didn't know tech, I would want to kind of get the grasp of what was going on. Um, so yes, in terms of kind of what we've done so far with bringing other people on, we do have him. And I think looking forward. Just to kind of delegate things for me to kind of take some work off of me. We are um, currently having conversations with other people at BC who have specialized in backend or like UI UX, um, just so we can kind of get things going, um, bring more people onto the team.
0: Well, hey, ladies and gentlemen, you're hearing it first. They are actively looking for uh, talent. (laughs) Uh, So I'm giving you a shameless plug. No, in all seriousness, you know, back to you, Rhett, you know, when we talk about, you know, the early stages that you've been through, right? From ideation to these accelerators that you've been part of. Talk to me about that, that accelerator. Like, you know, what what does someone who's sitting there, you know, either in a dorm room or garage or, you know, hey, out in outer space, we don't know. But, you know, when when they're sitting there listening to you talk, what's the accelerator process like? Has it been helpful to you?
1: For us, particularly, uh, it has been so, so helpful. Kind of going through the Shea Accelerator in the spring. uh, That definitely gave us kind of the foundation that we needed to realize that we could go out and actually start this business. Um, We were constantly working with people, industry experts, uh, kind of across all different verticals. So we were talking with product people. We were talking with finance people. We were talking with legal people. Um, And kind of just making those connections and kind of getting those experiences really kind of allowed us to see that not only were we kind of making the strides to make this a real company, but we were also making the connections necessary to actually build a company. Um, One thing that I've realized kind of over this entire process is oftentimes it's not necessarily about what you know. uh, It's about who you know, because then you can, if you ever run into a problem, you can go find that resource and then you can kind of resolve that problem a lot quicker a lot more quickly than if you had just tried to do it on your own. Um, And then kind of this past summer with the SSC Accelerator, uh, we found that this was definitely a lot more granular. Um, So we were definitely getting kind of deep in the weeds, really figuring out what was going to make this company work. Um, So we are really focusing on our team, uh, kind of delegating different responsibilities, making sure that all aspects of our company were improving, not just kind of on the development side, Um, And then along with that, uh, we found that really focusing in on kind of the product at this stage uh, was very, very important to us. Um, Because while you can go out and raise funds, you can go out and do all these other things, those take time away from the other important things that you're doing. Um, And before you even have a product, there's not much else that you can do. Uh, So our biggest thing. And the thing that we were always told this past summer was ship something. Um, Because the only way that you're really going to tell if these customers are needing your product or wanting your product is if you get it in their hands. Uh, So that's definitely kind of the biggest thing that we took away from this summer. Uh, And we found that user feedback is definitely the most valuable thing kind of in this space and uh, in the startup world.
0: I'm so glad you said that because I was afraid you weren't going to say that, which is starting with the customer, right? And understanding the customer, you know, because there are many, many companies that are out there that go and build a stellar product, right? Or a platform or whatever it is, they build it and nobody wants it because they didn't really focus on the customer, right? And what their needs are, what that user experience is, right? You know, all those things, how does it look, feel, touch, smell, whatever it is, right? Like, you know, that's, that's really, um, that's really important. So I'm so glad to hear you, you say that. Um, Gianna, you, you agree with everything we're saying here?
2: Yeah. I, going off of just understanding your, your customer, I think that's kind of what makes us unique in a sense is because we're building this for ourselves and our own kind of like age group demographic Like we are building it for the, we are like the target customer, um, at least to begin with, especially. So I think that's something that's, um, such a big, like competitive advantage for us. And when you think about like, why is now the right time for you guys? Why are you going to be successful? And I think it's just because we have that, that strong understanding of kind of who will, who will be selling it to. And especially when we talk about, um, what we're doing, not even on the product side, but marketing, how are you going out and selling this? And it's like, you're kind of understanding how people will accept that, um, and kind of move forward with it.
0: Awesome. What what would you say is your biggest challenge right now, guys? We're, we're, right now, just top of mind.
1: I top of my mind, I would say that our biggest challenge is. I think oftentimes when we hear a single opinion, we sometimes just run with that, um, and we're like, okay, we had an industry expert tell us this. Uh, clearly, they know what they're doing. They've been doing this for a while, so they have to be right. Um, but then we run with it a little bit and we kind of backtrack and we're like, okay, maybe this wasn't the right thing to do. Um, So after having gone through that a couple of times, we realized that we should start following this thing that was actually taught to us this past summer called the rule of three. If you hear the same thing from three different industry experts, three different customers, or three different anyone, um, it's becoming a trend and it's maybe something that you should hone in on and you should focus on a little bit more. Um, But I think that, after kind of developing that and kind of taking in this new kind of perspective on how to take this customer feedback and user feedback, uh, we've definitely made kind of some better decisions with how we're spending our time and kind of what features we're focusing on. Um, so yeah, I think that we're in a good space now. But that's definitely been our biggest challenge in the past.
0: I love it. So you put a filter on it, right? You put a you put a new lens on it. Uh, so now you have you're following this rule of three. That's some great advice, right there, Gianna. Same same for you.
2: Yeah, I think even going off of that, something we heard a lot over the summer was in terms of going back on Brett saying this is kind of just ship a product out there. And I think we all were so excited um, for everything to come out and be perfect. And it will never be perfect. Like you have beta testing for a reason um, to figure out those bugs and kind of see how you can improve it to, to set that big launch. But Um, kind of just be, we were definitely humbled in our MVP launch, um, kind of just like start somewhere, make sure that customers actually really want your product. You don't have to throw everything into it at once. So definitely just kind of like taking that and being humble with it and okay. Like we don't need to push everything out there perfectly and everything at once and kind of just, um, understand like what people are saying, especially if they are industry experts, like they kind of have more experience. Um, they might not always be right. They're obviously not working like at your company, but kind of just take what they say and know that it's coming from like a place of experience. Um, and just go from there.
0: Amazing. Well, along these lines, let's talk about practical advice you'd give to someone that's listening right now. What, you know, and and look, you know, times are, are tough out there, right? Not everybody's, you know, sitting in a, in a dorm room trying to make stuff, right. People are out there struggling too, you know, and, and so, you know, what, what kind of advice would you give to someone that's, you know, kind of launching a business and, and been through the last year, uh, with you, you know, what, what would you, what would you say?
1: I think the first thing that comes to mind for me, um, and I think that our other co-founder Jack Russell actually encompasses kind of this as like, as a whole, Uh, I think he embodies this. He's, exactly what kind of we need on our team to really keep us grounded and everything. But uh, you should eat, sleep and breathe your company. Like, this should be on your mind at all times, it should be with you when you're going to sleep, it should be with you when you get up in the morning, you should be thinking about it in the shower. Um, And that's something that we have definitely grown to realize, like, if we really want to make this work, we're going to have to put everything that we have into it. And while there may be other things going on in our lives, this should be a main focus for sure. Um, And then kind of along with that, whenever you're out meeting new people, whenever you're talking with your friends even, ask as many questions as you possibly can, pitch as often as you can, and truly just like live your product, live your company, um, because that's really gonna be the best way that you make an impact for it, uh, and really the best way that you get kind of your vision and your message to spread.
0: So all in, be all in. I love that. Eat, breathe, sleep, all of it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> go all in. Okay, all right. How about you, Gianna?
2: Yeah, definitely. Eat, breathe, sleep, and I think it's also important to know that there are going to be so many times where you're tested. Um, do you really want to like commit to this to this company? I mean, obviously, I mentioned how difficult it is trying to balance all the areas of your life, especially being back at school, and so you have that that I guess temptation to kind of just drop off. Like I. I honestly haven't gone out for the past three or four weeks on the weekend, and it's just a constant grind that you're that you know will eventually pay off, but you're constantly kind of tempted to kind of just go off and do other things. Um, but it's kind of just staying committed to it as long as you believe in the idea and it's fun. it should be fun. It might be might be difficult at times, but as long as you're having fun um with your team to kind of just stick with that, and especially networking, I've probably gotten maybe the most out of that being new to the app development space and kind of just keeping those connections. And obviously people, what I've come to learn is people in software most of the time are very willing to help and kind of share their knowledge. And most of the time they had to pick some of that up on their own. So kind of just get yourself out there, pitch, you never know who you'll meet. Um, So, so
0: commitment, discipline and networking. Would you say those
2: three things? Yeah. Fair enough. Like good summary. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Well, I
0: I really do applaud you guys once again for, you know, your ability to network. I mean, we met each other through networking and uh, I'm so glad that we did. And, you know, I, I feel very much I'm, I'm very passionate about this conversation because it's not often you get to talk to entrepreneurs at this stage. Right. A lot of times we talk to entrepreneurs who have you know, already raised money or have gone out there, they've shipped their product, they, they maybe have had success, whatever it is, right? But you guys are at a really cool inflection point, right? You're you're just getting started. You've now invested a year into this journey. You've built a team. You've been through not one, but two accelerators. And now, you know, your proof of concept is is ready to roll. And so this is a really cool inflection point for you. And I, I'm super excited. Let me ask you this question. What drives you guys uh, each and every day, i.e. what's your passion? Why are you doing this?
1: Uh, For me personally, um, I think that my passion is truly just connecting people, uh, whether that's with myself or with others. Um, And I've always found that I can't be in a silent room or a silent elevator. Um, This is actually one thing that my friends really dislike about me is if we're riding up the elevator to our dorm room, some random people come in. I'll start up a conversation. They're looking at me like, why are you doing this right now? Um, But that's always just kind of been the person that I am. Uh, I love kind of talking with people, bumping into strangers on the street. Um, But even along with that, I love collaborating with others and truly working together to kind of reach that common goal and build something special. Um, as I mentioned, I have done a couple things in the past. One of them was with my brother. Great connection of mine, obviously. <laughs> um, but yeah, Is he really in the business out. too. No, he's not. No, oh, he's not in the business. <laughs> right. No, but, um, he, uh, yeah, kind of working with others, connecting with others has always been a passion of mine and really going forward. I really think that MC can do that in so many different ways. Um, so that's really kind of my my driving force behind this. Uh, I really want to connect people through the power of music. So Amazing.
2: yeah, for for me, I guess how we kind of began um, this podcast, and I was kind of saying what really drew me in was believing not only in the idea but the power to share the music with people you love. And I think at least every day I'm sending music not only to like Jack and Rhett or like my sister and like getting that out there. And we've seen. I think even with like social media, people are posting their music. People want to share that. And that's something that all three of us really believe in. And so I think what drives me is to know that I can be a part of that and make that change. Um, And obviously just loving what I do. I think as at the nerd level, I love coding, application development. But then when you look at the grand scale, love the team, like all of us, it's like something special to be able to like work well with your friends Um, So loving the team, just leaving the idea knowing that you can be part of that group to like kind of make that difference.
0: Well, uh, I I have to tell you again, you know, stay at the nerd level. Um, (laughs) It's really important. It's also really important to uh, continue to expand on everything you talked about, which is being customer obsessed, being focused on on people, networking, staying disciplined, getting stuff done, being committed You know, all of these things uh, are really, really meaningful. And that's why, you know, we reacted when when we first met. And you're on this podcast to begin with, because at Triple G, we're looking at you going, yeah, this is the future. This is where the action is. And we need to learn from this. Right. This is a community of innovation and success at scale. Uh, So I just want to say thank you so much for being part of this today. Uh, One last question for you. Which yeah, is yeah. <laughs> where do where do listeners find you online? How do we learn more about you guys?
2: Yeah, so we do have a website at mc.app. Um we just recently perched uh, posted our merch shop as well. Um so we definitely have hats up there, believe shirts and um those are going as well. We've kind of seen a demand for them on campus already. Um, but also links to our founding story, our ambassador program, which we um just kind of finished getting together on campus um and then also um on instagram at mc um to kind of stay up to date with um our launches and all things mc
0: oh that's awesome and mc is m c e e
2: correct yes i
0: just want to make sure users <laughs> know where to find you guys cuz uh, these are these guys are this is the future right here this is this is definitely worth watching uh, and uh, really can't wait to see the journey. You guys will have to come back and tell us how it's going uh, in just a few months time. Cause it sounds like you're off to the races. Anyways, thank you so much for being here. MC, Rhett, Gianna, you guys are awesome. And uh, for anyone else that's listening, uh, definitely please like share, subscribe. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, there's so much more to come ahead of CES coming up in January and all these other great things that are happening out there, but Uh, For now, success at scale with Triple G Ventures. Thank you so much. Peace.